Hey everybody, are you ready for episode 27 of What a Beautiful Podcast with your beautiful host, me, Jack. And I'm Andy, and I'm not ready. I'm never ready. You're you're, you're the least ready of all of us, of all two of us. Listen man, I just got back from work, I got a cup of coffee, we're on the mic, we're doing this. Oh, like... I, got a, I got a nice cup of tea. Oh, tea? Oh, tea. you're a fancy boy. Mm-hmm. Wow, very British. Got like two hundred milligrams of caffeine in there. It's great. I'm ready I'm ready to record. I'm <laughs> ramping. But uh enough from us. We have a loaded episode of What a Beautiful Podcast for you today. This is uh why don't you tell them what today is, Jack? It's one of those triple Joe episodes, so 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 Right. So in case you guys don't know, a triple Joe episode is when we have the glorious privilege to cover both the mo- all, well, both all three, uh, the current manga we're covering, Diamond is Unbreakable anime and JoJoLian. Mmm, it's it's a tasty, girthy episode, and I'm so glad that Triple Joe episode caught on because I know you hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate <laughs> um, it, but uh, regardless sure. of that, uh, we missed we didn't have any JoJoLian last month. Was it really sad? But I'm very happy to mm-hmm. have it back. Oh, it's fantastic. Quick thing, I found a f- real fun fact. You know how every time Rocky draws a back, it's weird and we always make note of it? Yeah. Um, Google real quick, Andrew on the mic and listeners at home, uh, back of barn door and get a bucket <laughs> ready because it's gross. Oh, no. I really, You want me to Google this right now while, they're, while we're on there? Yes, because it's good radio. <laughs> back of the barn door. Back of barn door. Back of barn door. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> it's real. It is real. Araki is a... It, like, he's been drawing really good backs. This whole time? <laughs> yes. We were the ones who were mistaken, because people's backs, well, some people's backs look like that, and it's weird. Ridiculous. Why is, uh, I, I guess I could kind of see why it's called a barn door back, but if you don't feel like Googling <laughs> this and and being, like, I guess, I don't want to say disgusting as the human, because, you know, it's human body and everything, but Skeeved like. out. Yeah, so it's just a, it's someone that's, like, perfectly sculpted bodybuilder what their back looks like, and. It looks exactly like a JoJo back. It's amazing. Yeah, I guess there's more <laughs> muscles in your back than you might realize. There's a ton of muscles back there. But that was just a quick thing I wanted to bring up because I found that. And I was sitting on that. I was like, holy shit. Um, but, yeah, part three, Stardust Crusaders. Yeah, so when Noriaki... last left off, jo- Jotaro kicked the shit out of Kakyoin. Yeah, he, like, punched him in the head a bunch, like, chewed on him like a nice piece of steak. <laughs> And now he's bringing him back to his house, which is a gorgeous, like, Japanese-style mansion. Yeah. So, nice. I, I guess and Holly we... must be siphoning off uh, off of JoJo's money, Joey Joester, because, like... Oh, yeah, Holly does not work. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real here. And Jotaro definitely doesn't work. Like, 100% oh my does God. not work. <laughs> Can you see Jotaro... Uh... <laughs> Can you see Jorts working at like a combini, just like <laughs> six foot five? Like, <laughs> I just can't imagine him holding down a job. Like, 
he, he would just get, fight he get everyone. In like two days, he would hurt somebody. First customer oh, that comes you're... in and pisses him off, he would just knock him right in the face. Oh my god, <laughs> he, he could probably get a real good job like at the docks, like after he he gets uh, Star Platinum out because he would just like sit down and everyone else is like, how the f- what do we have a ghost? <laughs> is the ghost <laughs> loading the boat? Oh man, we have fun here. So anyway, he's carrying him in his house, and his mom's, like, talking to him, and he's not responding. None of, none of your business. Yeah, but we... Uh, oh, is that her singing, come on, baby, do the locomotion at the beginning? Is that her? Oh, God, I think, I think it is. Oh, yeah, because she's, like, folding... Yeah, because she's folding laundry as... Either that or it's uh, Avdol. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Head cannon. Avdol really Please. likes 80s music. Oh, he, that's all he listens to. But Jorts brings in a bloodied cacoin. Uh, <laughs> Holly is not psyched about this. Uh, <laughs> Joe Taro, what about school? And who's that? He's covered He's covered in blood. Did you go and... None of your business. Son, why did you what? kill this man? <laughs> why does this house have to be so big? I need the old man. There's my Jorts voice. I found it again. Oh, yeah. I love uh, Joey's Argyle sweater going on here. That with his, like, oh. mullet is just, like, he's such a prestigious man. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's relaxing. Oh, yeah. He, he Cooling like... as hard as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Holly's little peace sign after uh, Jatara, like, uh, it's like, you aren't looking so good today. Are you okay? Yes, son. I'm it's fine. It's like the first Thank time you. he's asked her how she's doing in, like, years. Oh, yeah. So she's just like, oh, my God, he said something to me. Yeah, My he's son a is in a complete asshole. <laughs> oh, yeah. So all the stand users are clustered around Kakyoin. It's like, Joey's, nah, we can't save him. He'll die in a few days. Fuck him. And J- Jorts is like, what? Why? And they pull back his hair as a little gross flesh bud. And this is how Dio controls people. By putting a little bit of himself in other people. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever bring up the flesh buds again? I mean, other than Polnareff, like, do they ever bring, like, after that? Like, did any of their stand users have flesh I think they, they use it to retcon uh, Enya. Like, what Enya did and how... The bone, more bone arrow shit. I don't know. Every time the bone like, arrow is involved, it's just a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, it's whatever. Um, but basically, Dio puts a little uh, flesh bud in the heads of all the stand users he doesn't trust, and to do and to like do his bidding and to remain loyal to him. Uh, as Joey puts it, the sheer emotive power that drives a man to follow Hitler, put his faith in a corrupt cult, or swear his loyalty to Dio. And right. if they, yep, if they try to remove the bud, it would rebel and basically mulch Kakyoin's brain. And it just wouldn't be a good scene. Yeah. And... Abdul is uh, giving a little backstory about how Dio tried to recruit him using the same method back way back in Egypt. Um, and Dio looks real weird here. Yeah, I love this. Like He's like sort of Dio Brando, not quite all capitals Dio yet. It's like, kind of like in the middle. 
Yeah, it's almost a little part sixty-o in there. Yeah, like you like... can see, you can see his uh, his clown costume going on underneath that, but the the shirt going over it kind of makes him a little more re- reminiscent of his younger self. Yeah, and he, he does a a weird hair tentacle attack to try to get a flesh bud in Abdul, and Abdul just fucking jumps out a window. Oh god, this Abdul face here! Holy shit! Oh god, <laughs> that's a that's a good thumbnail. Just abject terror. It's like, oh god! Is he, is, does Dio also have Love Plus? Is like that what's is that what's going on here? I mean, Love Deluxe or Love Plus? Ah, which whatever. Everyone has Love Deluxe. <laughs> Bruford had it. Dio's mm-hmm. got it. Every Kako. JoJo thing ever just goes back to Bruford. That's my that's my theory, and I'm sticking to it's, it. It's everything. Like Bruford, Bruford is a turn. Bruford informs the entire series. Uh, check out my uh, ten-page-long think piece about how JoJo is really just like a billion references to Bruford the Dead Knight. My fifty-eight tweet chain <laughs> detailing. Peep this the inter- real quick. <laughs> my hot takes. Oh gosh. But Jorts is not satisfied with just letting Kakuyan die like this because he's a good boy at heart. Uh, so he pulls out Star Platinum, who's real happy about what's oh, going to happen. That, that's also a good thumbnail. That is the best shit-eating grin, dude. It's so good. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're about to do some fucked up shit. Let's go. <laughs> and he grabs the Flesh Bud with Star Platinum, um, thinking, oh, my stand can catch a bullet out of the air. I'm, I'm good with this. Um, and uh, he's not half wrong. He, try, he goes to pull out the flesh bud. It attacks him. Tentacles Gross. into his arm. This just, oh, yeah, also, this just like, this uh, panel here of Kakyoin's face close up looks like a thumbnail oh. that I cut out. That does not look like a panel <laughs> that are, that someone drew. That looks like I, cro- I cropped that. Like, the, the panel right to the left of it is the same face. It looks like I cropped that face and made that a panel. Like, it doesn't look real. Yeah. It, it's amazing. <laughs> Whenever... There's a panel that's just a cropped face. It never looks good, and it always looks hilarious. Oh, yeah. Like, there was a Holly face earlier. This right now, it's amazing. Um, but Kakuyan's like, what? It's just like, ugh. <laughs> so the tentacle is going up Jotaro's, like, whole body. He's going to get into his brain. Um, but Star Platinum doesn't care, because he's, he's basically a punch robot ghost, like, who doesn't know fear. And is able to pull the whole thing out of Kakyoin's brain, uh, whip it out of Jotaro's like arm and stuff, <laughs> and the one of two times the <laughs> ripple is used. Joey this... with his poorly drawn ripple overdrive happening right here. Oh God! It's he's basically just karate chopping this flesh bud, and it dissolves. Oh man, you could, Joey. You could. Right, yeah, I guess if the flesh bud is part of Dio, it's technically also vampire flesh, so the ripple evaporates. Yeah, but it. at the, yeah, but why? Why doesn't it just dissolve in the sunlight, Andrew? Why doesn't it just <laughs> dissolve in the sunlight? Well, you know, part one kind of played parts one and, and definitely part two kind of played fast and loose with vampire laws, but like part three, I think forgets that it it definitely forgets sometimes that Dio is technically a vampire. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, oh man. Again, Whatever. all capitals Dio. Might as well be a different character. Yeah, he is. <laughs> it's like I don't know how else to refer to him. It's just all capitals Dio. K 
Cap Dio. Captain Dio. There we go. Captain Phil. <laughs> like Captain Eo. <Phillips>. <laughs> now it's just Michael Jackson as Dio. <laughs> oh my God! Can you imagine that casting? Can you imagine? Oh God. Um, but Kakuyan's like, why? Why did you save me? Jotaro being the stoic assholes. Well, I don't really have an answer to that. And Kakuyan. I just fucking cry. felt like it. Yeah. You want me to put it back? Yeah, the flesh. Oh no, my shitty my grandfather way. fucking evaporated it. Couldn't even put it back if I wanted to. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, it was a, it was a nice little chapter. Yeah. And now the power of a stand. Right. And I love how this opens. Well, Joey Joey's outfit is on point. Oh god, he's got like a hysterical matching... like fashiony pajamas <sighs> going on. Yeah, those are definitely made out of silk. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what's happening like with his left foot down there. But we're not going to really worry about that. Uh, <laughs> but he's trying to find Holly because uh, she gave him Jotaro's pants to wear and he's not having any of that because he's still like a shitty teenager at heart. Uh-huh. This, um, oh god, this, uh, another like ster- st- stellar Avdol drawing going on over here. Oh, he's so tall. Araki tried to do, like, forced perspective with Abdul looking at the spoon, and his head is very tiny. <laughs> it just kind of like... makes him look like the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, so not able to find Holly, Abdul sees a spoon lying in, like, this endless hallway of Japanese rooms. Like, Jesus Christ, this house is enormous. And scattered pots and pans on the floor. Oh, what's going on? Oh, Holly is unconscious. What happened? And Holly is developing a stand, but the wrong way. Yeah, this is the bad stand. Yeah, this is like the architect stand from part four where you're like, it develops, but you can't control it because you don't really have like the willpower or the inner strength. So it kind of just saps at your life energy. And what that involves is she's growing ghostly vines out of her back. Could you say and... a ghostly ripple? Kind of like... Uh... Kind of like another person. <laughs> Could you say that it's the same stand? Listen, it's not purple. It's like, like that's isn't that's not Holly, right? Like the Holly, the vine, because that that I don't know. I don't know what Holly actually looks like. I thought Holly had like round red berries. This kind of just looks like raspberries. I don't Whatever. know. It, it's it's an unnamed stand. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's, it's generally considered just to be a part of the weird. Uh, every Joe Star has Hermit Purple, uh, not non plot point. So like, from what yeah. I can tell, <laughs> it. Moving on, yeah. Like, <laughs> the th- they're going on like because Dio developed the stand because he was shot by the arrow by Enya. <laughs> right. Um, all the Joe stars were affected, and they thought only Jorts and Joey were affected. But it, but Holly's got the Joe Star blood too, but she can't control it. She doesn't. She, this kind, peaceful woman doesn't have the power to resist Dio's curse. She doesn't have the strength to control her stand, and thus the stand is acting against her. I still haven't figured out an Abdul voice. I'll I'll get it one day. Uh, I guess so I guess it's worth talking about how. The entirety of Stardust Crusader's plot is moved forward by Jotaro's mom getting fridged as by fuck. By this. Yeah. <laughs> this, 
This is like kind of not great. <laughs> it's it's a MacGuffin. You just it. It's not. Gotta... It's not the worst example of fridging I've ever seen, but like, it's also not great either. <laughs> no, part three. If you don't read part three because it's got strong female characters, unfortunately, no. you read part six because of that. Oh and yeah, and part good. seven. Oh yeah, yeah, hot pants and Lucy. Yeah, right? they're both great. Yeah. Okay. You don't yeah, read yeah. part eight for strong female characters. Yasuho has some good moments. Not not a lot, but she's she does some stuff. Yeah, but anyway, um, great shot of Jotaro and Joey together right here. Love this panel. Love oh, both yeah, of these the, panels. Great. They're so tall. Yeah. <laughs> Their legs are so long. <laughs> also, Abdul is already looking better. Yeah, it, um, it improves like pretty much every page. Like, yeah. very slightly, but it improves. Yeah, and... This just this double pay double spread wordless page with just the go 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 sound effect like as Joey and Jorts like freak the fuck out. Yeah, <laughs> I like to believe that like Araki drew like did a sketch of Avdol and like was like all right got it like he didn't even practice it he just like did one sketch and was just like done now I can draw this got now it. I can draw this comic book <laughs> locked in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're yeah. mad. They're not, yeah, uh... Yeah, Joey blames himself, yep. obviously. And Jotaro being, uh... One of the advantage of Jotaro, advantages of Jotaro as well, he might be, like, an emotionless husk of a, an, an asshole. He definitely thinks more clearly than Joey does. Oh, yeah, he, he's very clear-headed, almost to a fault sometimes. Yeah, Joey's super irrational and erratic sometimes, but Jotaro is just like, alright, old man, what are we gonna do about this? Yeah, and this... This next connecting bit like oh we've got is this photograph of a half new dio it doesn't show us where he is <laughs> and for some reason like some reason jatara's like give me that my my stand can show us the path to dio <laughs> it's like star platinum's star Platinum, eyes here is just <laughs> this isn't how photographs work <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Oh, man. But in the blackness of the photograph, Star Platinum is able to see a smudge that he's able to bob Ross onto a piece of paper uh, of a very specific Egyptian fly that Abdul is able to, like, immediately nose and, uh, like, lock in the location of. This is the worst thing. I forgot about this, and this is the dumbest thing in the fucking universe. Oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> this might be and one of the, all of <laughs> this might be one of the dumbest things and in Jojo is filled with really dumb things this might be one of the dumbest of them all mm-hmm it's just like oh man how am I how are they gonna know to go to Egypt what oh I know weird fly oh I get to draw I mean, it's an a animal very again. a rocky thing to do but like oh God <laughs> of course but like for the love of God it's like he started off writing part three wasn't really sure he was going to go with it and was just like just fucking doing it and then all of a sudden he's like okay i figured it out they're gonna go to egypt oh shit what do i do got it <laughs> what do i do um and then kakyoin's coming in it's like he's in egypt after all when do we leave or no i'm sorry when do we comma leave <laughs> these translations are sometimes okay yeah <laughs> but for the most part excellent um and Kakyon's like, oh, that's where that's where he kidnapped me. I was in Egypt and with my family. 
uh, does my family know that I'm not dead? Who can say? <laughs> I, I could call His family them. will oh, never see I... him again. Spoilers. Oh, oh that's sad. That's really sad. <laughs> um, and, of course, before they go on this journey to Egypt, um, they've got a they've name... They've got a... Jotaro's got to get a stand named by good old Abdul and his deck of cards. Uh, which is... it's This sp- this spread is cool, because it's, like, real neat and well-drawn. Best like, part about the tarot card stand names is they did not get a need to get localized. Yeah, because it's just colors and shapes. Yep. <laughs> well... Well, colors, colors and, and... Colors and, uh... Tarot. Arcanas. Yeah, that's... That's the word. Yeah, Arcana. Okay, here we Major... go. Love, I love this page coming up right here. I absolutely love this page. What is Kakyoin doing? For uh, I, huh? <laughs> hmm. His legs aren't good. No, and Star Platinum is kind of doing the same pose that Abdal is doing, and and Flame Chicken is just like looks like he's screaming for death. Like, look how lo- look how long Magician's Red yeah, arm is. Yeah, he's very is. veiny too in his head, and it's just like he looks bad. Uh, Kakyoin and Hierophant Green look fucking horrible. Jotaro looks pretty good. Jotaro and Joey look great, actually. Very nice drawings of both of them. But uh, yeah, I, I like Kakyoin that. and Hierophant Green look like they need to be helped. They need to be saved, cured of their sins. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, Abdul pulls out the the star card as like I name your stand Star Platinum and that's that's the name Star Platinum now why it's did ri- uh I guess they couldn't use purple again well I guess it didn't like cause like Magician's Red Hermit Purple Hierophant Green I mean I guess depending on your uh your color choice for Star Platinum it seems to be mostly purple but like I've seen Silver Star Platinum and it looks neat yeah, I just like. Where have you seen like, silver? I've never seen silver star platinum. Oh, it's cool. Like with silver with the uh, the gold highlights, it's it's nifty. You don't really see it that often. It's usually either like green, blue, or purple. Yeah, I don't really know why it's platinum. Like, I mean, all right, not a big deal. Cool. He is the main no. guy. He's platinum. Yeah. Um, and that's where we're gonna leave off this week because we got a lot more to talk about. But next chapter, the journey officially begins. And also next week, uh, fin- the finale of uh, Diamond is Unbreakable. That's going to be that's gonna be something. Yeah, it's, it's been be... a, a wild ride. And it's so... 39 weeks. <laughs> it's insanity. I can't believe that we made it here. So next week... Uh, we're going to do an entire episode dedicated to the finale and just looking mm-hmm. back on the whole anime. And yeah. So there's going to be no manga coverage next week, but, like, it'll come back. But, like, point being is, like, next week's going to be a big week for JoJo fans. Well, JoJo fans everywhere. Well, I mean, this week, Friday, it's happening. Yeah. It's crazy. What the it's hell? It's going to be dope. <laughs> but, see yeah, my, so... My favorite... Uh, my favorite hero of the JoJo universe is going to show up and take care of Kira. <laughs> you don't know, man. They like there were some interviews with the uh, the voice actors, and it's like even people who read the manga might be surprised how this plays out. I was like, oh, Ooh, dude, are they going to change something? What, what did you do? Oh boy, 
What did they Maybe. do? Are people going to be mad? I hope not. I don't care. I don't see. I don't see how they could possibly do any wrong at this point. Oh no! But we're not not going to talk about the ending because that spoilers. But looking forward to it. Oh looking yeah! But forward. we have this week's episode to talk about, which was Unbreakable Crazy Diamond Part Two, right? Hmm. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Oh, just opens up with the. Good old look at that that Pepsi sign. Love looking at that Pepsi Love sign. Love the Pepsi sign. Very, very beautifully detailed, uh, corporate accurate Pepsi sign. PepsiCo would be yeah, and uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okiyasu's still dead. Oh. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> Poor Okiyasu. Yeah, he, he doesn't catch a break. And Kira is just on the phone with his boss uh, saying, like, yeah, I'm going to be late. I just got to, oh, like. I, I absolutely love this scene. <laughs> It's, I just it, gotta go hit my kid. <laughs> uh, he yeah, he's just like oh, I'm gonna go beat up my kid because he's a brat. Yeah, sorry, I'll head right to the office, no problem. And the way he's bowing on the phone, like this is a very Japanese thing to do. It's oh man. <laughs> and then hangs Kira, up the it, phone. it's almost like Kira is like uh, absorbing some of uh, Kawajiri's like traits, and he hates it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he's immediately complaining. It's like, curse you, Kusaku Kawajiri, for being such a milk toast son of a bitch. <laughs> like, and the tactics Kira uses here, and just, like, the forethought, like, he is a smart, smart person. Like, he knows that Josuke went into it, into the house because Crazy Diamond's got the upper hand in a short-range battle because Crazy Diamond is, like, one of the, like, most powerful stands at short range yes like it's stronger than star platinum is but not as well rounded as star platinum is but faster yeah he definitely doesn't take a hit as well as star platinum does no but josuke tends to get like hurt more than jotaro did yeah that's true um but we've (laughs) we've got this very part four little sequence uh before we get to back to the main fight where kira Runs up against this really gross man. Oh, <laughs> God, <gross> yeah. <laughs> the, oh. It's like Araki had to sneak this little bit in because he just couldn't help himself. He, yeah, this he man who's... He was definitely sad that he was almost done with part four. Yeah, it's like, oh, I gotta make it a little bit more fucking weird. Yeah, come on. <laughs> got. And so this guy that's mostly neck uh, <laughs> is yelling at Kira's like, what do you do outside of this house? This isn't your house. This is, uh, uh what's the girl's name like someone chan this room like you woke me up i was planning on sleeping past noon what are you creeping around you make me suspicious oh rio chan (laughs) and he's just babbling about how rio chan gets her underwear stolen all the time (laughs) and kira kira puts this guy on blast it's like i envy you for you have so much free time oh shit fucking drag him god damn <laughs> and this guy sees the girl's underwear like hanging on a branch he's like this is real chance i'm just gonna get that and he grabs it and of course it's a bomb a fucking course and the way this neck man explodes is spectacular like he blows up and the the last part of him to go is his two eyes 
who's just very happy to have this underwear. It's like, oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> oh, man. But then he just turns to dust. Yeah, rest and... in pieces. Yeah, they sent. They actually censored out his eyes before they turned to dust. And it was like, I, I mean, come on, guys. We're at the end here. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, it, um, the, the things that they censor is, like, kind of, like, neither here nor there, I guess. It's, like, kind of random. Yeah, the, I guess the Japanese have, like, a different idea of what needs to be censored than us, obviously. So, yeah. yeah. That's what the Blu-rays are for. So, we've got the opening, and it's got sound effects in it. And that's neat. Right. And never, the sound effect openings never did anything for me. <clears throat> Some people really like them and like cool. Uh, yeah, they're, I just, they're, like, they're nifty. Yeah, it's just like okay, so it's a song. The song gets interrupted by weird noises. Yeah, but we've heard this song for like almost like sixteen times. Oh uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't yeah, care. I just saying that it's just like eh. Yeah, and we get back to. Shining D is Unbreakable Part 2. It's <laughs> with Haito and Josuke still clutching the corpse of his best friend in his arms. Um, they're in this house. Kira has uh, cut the phone lines. They can't call out. Josuke is bleeding very, very bad from the shoulder wound. Um, and Josuke is trying to come to grips with the fact that his friend is dead. Rip. And... He lets he puts Okiyasu down and deals with the issue at hand. How is Kira going to attack? Like, what's going? Like, where's he gonna come in from? Because Josuke's trying to get ready, and uh, Hayato realizes that uh, there's air coming in from this room, and oh boy, it's an air bomb, and Kira is not in the room, which should be impossible. Yeah, but. But Oof. this is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and this is one of the most like creative uh, like fight moments in like the whole part. Like, oh yeah, th- this, this is bit great. Of this fight, oh love it. So Kira can control air bubbles from a distance now, air bombs, and they don't know how yet. But Kira can detonate them remotely from a distance without like seeing where Josuke is at. Uh, so Josuke, quick thinking as the air bomb approaches him, uh, grabs an ashtray, throws the ash around to make it so that he can see where the bubble is, lights up a pack of cigarettes so he can uh, keep an eye on where the bomb is and just tries to shift out of the way. The bomb follows him, and that's weird. Yeah, <laughs> why is that happening? Be... They're very it... confused. Yeah, it's it's very... Uh, not great and he's walking backwards up this like set of stairs and it's just like he know how does he know where i am how does he seeing me and it, he's having a tough time because there's like wait is it like sheer heart attack like is it going after body heat no because i dropped a lit cigarette on the ground and it would be going after that and cuts back to kira just like around the corner from the house and still not able to see Josuke. Also, Killer Queen looks fucking dope. Oh, God, God dude. Damn. So sick. Killer Queen is looking the best it's ever looked. Like, the sh- like the aura around it, the shading, like, under the eyes. It's perfect. Yeah, their production's really figured it out over time. And you yeah. know what? 
for all the amount of time that Iraqi drew things like shit before figuring it out, they can they can get a pass on that one. They they can get a pass on like drawing a, a giant Catman cat like weird one time. <laughs> Which it's everybody fun. will still show that screenshot. It's like everybody that still shows the screenshots from Dragon Ball Super Episode 5 of Weird Goku. It's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> weird Goku. <laughs> Where's that figure art? <laughs> Just Goku with a really big forehead. <laughs> um yeah so the air the air bomb's still going after josuke um josuke realizes that kira is outside and they still don't know how he's able to pinpoint the position of josuke but josuke is a smart boy and does a great thing with crazy diamond here um uh, touching the blood on his forehead and then shattering this glass vase to put like bits of his blood on the glass shards. We don't know why he does that yet. And the bomb's getting closer and closer to him. And he launches this heart shaped piece of glass with a piece of it, with a little bit of his blood on it out the window, just as the air bomb explodes and impales him with uh, two big pieces of railing. And just as the uh, bit of glass, like, shoots out the window at Kira, and Killer Queen blocks it. Like, and Kira figures, like, oh, that was his last-ditch attempt. That's why I'm not trying to, like, get close to you, because you, you a crafty son of a bitch. Right. And <laughs> Josuke is in a bad way. Yeah, that Kira. looks, like, really painful. Like, ow. Like, can, like, can you just imagine having, like, a piece of railing, like, stuck in your leg and in, like, your side? No, because like, I, I feel like you'd probably bleed out if you weren't a JoJo person. Yeah, or, like, go into shock. Yeah, like, or like, something. Yeah, he's got a lot of blood, and he's losing it very quickly. <laughs> um, Hayato's trying to, like, drag him away, but Josuke's like, no, you're pulling me the wrong way. Like, I, I want to go towards him. And... <laughs> Josuke's still like, I'm gonna kill him. I'm I'm gonna fucking kill him. I'm gonna get him. And now we see what Shining Diamond, Shining Diamond, Crazy Diamond, can do with uh, Josuke's blood. Because he can't heal himself, but once Josuke's blood is dried, it just becomes another thing. So Josuke put a bit of his blood inside a shard of glass... And now that shard of glass is returning to the blood that he left on Kira's jacket from before. Like, remember when he made, like, the blood the blood knife? Yeah. Remember that? That was cool. That was very cool. And suddenly the glass impacts, like, right in Kira's back with the force of a bullet. Yeah. I find this to be a bit of a stretch of, Son of Crazy Diamond's powers, but, like, it's How cool. So? Because it's, it's just... What is it actually fixing? Because the whole idea is that it's fixing something. So what exactly is it fixing? It's the blood in the glass is trying to get back together with the blood on Kira's suit. And it's all it's all Josuke's blood. Because it's the blood from the blood knife that he hit him with before. So it's and just trying to reconnect with the rest of the blood? Yes. And it would have been fine if it was just like a fleck of blood. But because it's inside this, like, piece of plate glass with the force of a bullet, because Crazy Diamond shot it out, like, and we've seen before that Crazy Diamond can shoot a bullet, 
that was that was a nice piece of like setup we got like 15 episodes ago in rat that was nice yeah because it was already set up that crazy time could do this like this is not the deus ex machina of part four we will no we will get to the deus ex machina (laughs) of part four this that this is not it this is just i i don't even have a problem with it i was just saying it's just a bit of a stretch on on, on a surface level it's a bit of a stretch yeah but it makes sense internally it's it's gotta unpack it a little bit no definitely and then we then we get like one of the coolest animation sequences i've ever seen because kira's kira is gonna fire one more shot and these frames of killer queen firing this last air bomb bullet with stray cat like oh my yeah, god yeah it was amazing I'm just re- like the it, it's exaggerated and stylized it almost looks like a gurren logan thing just the way that it's shaded like ugh, it's so cool um but it shoots out like this big air bomb because this final shot and josuke sends out another glass shard like Hayato thinks like what the fuck are you doing that's not gonna work again he'll just dodge it and josuke thinks like nah it'll be fine it'll be fine um and josuke uh gets Hayato to bring him the lighter again that he lit the cigarettes with and he starts to light Hayato's little boy vest on fire. Um, because Josuke has figured out how Kira is tracking him. And... <laughs> this is the best thing. This is the best yeah. thing. Because Josuke saw that Kira had a cell phone after he hit him with the glass bullet. And it's like, what? who's Kira talking to? It's not his boss. But who haven't we seen in a while? Ooh. And it's Crowman. Crowman, everybody's friend in, in the picture. Crowman. Crowman has been hiding in uh, Hayato's pocket with a cell phone, talking to Kira, giving him exact instructions on where to direct the air bullet. And Josuke pulls out Crowman, gets the cell phone, and starts talking in a low, raspy voice. So uh, Kira can't tell, like. That it's that it's Josuke, which I believe, because it's like you just you just talking like this. You can't yeah. really, you, yeah, you can't really tell. So, like the cool cat he is, Josuke directs the air bomb like past his head as it goes through, and oh my god, uh, directs it exactly on the Kira's dad in the picture. Rest and, in pieces. <laughs> rest in fucking pieces, and detonates it. And Kira just killed his own dad. Like he was already I, dead. I, he was his ghost. Yeah, and, he said he oh. set his spirit free to go straight to hell. Oh, whew. <laughs> it's 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 great. It's a great sequence. And after he does that, Josuke's just on the phone. It's like, yeah, you just blew up your own dad, idiot. Nice. Oh God, because Kira is so smug here. And then the turn as he realizes that. Oh God! <laughs> Every everything's not coming up Kira anymore. Nope, I just his luck to has like officially fucking run out. Yep, everything's gonna turn bad. <laughs> um, and he still thinks that he can overcome, uh, like any obstacle he puts in it. Like in these times of great stress, and Josuke pops out of the house. Is like, you're in my range. You're you're. You're gonna die, and <laughs> this is the uh, this is one of the this is like the final stand clash. I think so. 
one of one of the last few it's like bring out your killer queen and like this really anime ass like uh half screen like close-up of each of their eyes like and you can see like Kira Kira has always had dead eyes like the detail on his eyes is always like just two circles right he's dead inside and we see like the shining gleaming detail in Josuke's eyes just like a really neat neat thing for me and <laughs> they pull out their stands and Killer Queen tries to tries to fight but Crazy Diamond is too powerful and too good at fighting because Oh yeah, Killer Queen can't punch her shit. No, because it reflects the personality of the user. Yeah. And Kira never really wants to fight, so Killer Queen's not good at fighting. Well, on the other hand, Crazy Diamond is very good at punching. He got an A plus in punch. It's so good. <laughs> so Killer Queen is just getting pounded until Josuke realizes that Crazy Diamond's fists are covered in air bubbles, like air cushions, so the punches aren't connecting anymore. Because um, Stray Cat was just like, oh shit, I'm getting punched. I'm going to make these air bubbles. Kira, like, didn't even tell him to do it, which is like, oh, man. So his, run, his luck didn't run out quite yet, but he's got very little luck left. Oh, yeah, he had a little little bit of luck, and his color, Kira's color pal- palette changes again. Like, he's got the purple suit and green hair, which is a nice look for him. I mm-hmm. like it. And Killer Queen is about to turn those air bullets into a bomb, and he did it. And Josuke's like, I, I, can't, I can't dodge this. I can't do this. And then who comes to save him, Jack? Oh, fucking, who comes to save him? Fucking Okuyasu. My boy. Risen from the gray. <laughs> like Lazarus. Just like, oh, man. With his wildly overpowered stand, uh, scrapes away air to get the air bullet off course, and then just scrapes the air bullet out of existence. And then he and just gives just the like, best monologue. Oh, the oh best monologue. I always wonder where all the stuff I scrape away out of time and space goes. Then it makes my head hurt, so I stop thinking about it. <laughs> it's like, oh, Okiyasu, I love you so much. He's such a good boy. <laughs> I love him. Oh, and the hand, the hand looks really good here. This weird, muscular football baseball boy. Yep. And Kira is freaking out because now his luck has officially run out. Yeah, the hand scraped his luck out of existence. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Okuyasu has a cool moment here talking about, like, uh, he was he almost died. And he met his brother in, like, purgatory almost and had to make the choice, like, whether to go, go on to the afterlife or stay behind. And he made the choice to uh, stay behind because his brother said he should decide for himself for once. Yep. And it's... It's a really, really nice, uh, con- like conclusion. His character arc, like oh yeah, the person it's great. Who's always it's absolutely wonderful. Falling like, after his brother. Oh, after like I was saying to someone, I was like, he did. You know, Diamond is unbreakable. It, the reason it's so memorable, it's because of all of its character moments. And, oh like, yeah, it's like it has some of the best character moments in like the whole series. Like I guess mm-hmm. like like up there, like Steel Ball Run too. But like Diamond is unbreakable is really memorable for its character moments, and like this is like one of the best in the whole part. Oh, yeah, because of its, like, small setting, it's able to focus on the characters much more than, say, like, a part five. Like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, part five sells characters, but, like, character moments here are so strong. And Kira, it's finally where I was like, 
possible. Fate should have been my side. I should have been given my opportunity. Yeah, with Crazy Diamond on offense and the hand on defense, he just realizes that he's fucked. Because he tries to fire another air bullet, and Okias just like, nah, bro. (laughs) Scrapes the air away, teleports Stray Cat into his hand, and then kind of just starts petting it as uh, Stray Cat (laughs) starts freaking out. It's really funny. It's just like, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Oh, it's great. And Kira ends with, There has never been any trouble that I, Yoshikage Kira, was unable to overcome. And boy, you think he learned the first time that you don't yell your, your secret killer name. Because <laughs> right at that moment... Koichi, Rohan, and Jotaro uh, come around the corner and see Kira and see bloody Josuke and they immediately know what's going on and Jotaro puts it together like that man is Kazaka Kawajiri everything is falling into place uh, camera zooms out we see uh, we see these fire trucks those mm-hmm. might become relevant later <laughs> maybe an ambulance will come to like take away some of these injured people that'd be nice that'd be oh a... yeah dude ambulance would be a real big help right about now Mm-hmm. and everything's coming up for the heroes and the episode ends on kira's fucking distressed face just like yep. going nuts he it's thought he amazing. had a problem with uh jose beating the shit out of him well jotaro <laughs> Is not see Jotaro does not take any prisoners. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's 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 angered the fish man and the fish man. He's, he's an- mad. <laughs> he's angered the chronomancer of the group. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the like... chronomancer marine biologist uh, bot punch man is oh. is pissed now. <laughs> oh. That was such that was such a good episode and such a good adaptation of that fight. Like, yep. incredible, incredible. So next week, we get the last episode of Diamond and is Unbreakable. And like we said before, we're going to dedicate a whole episode to that and like our favorite moments. And that episode's name is Goodbye, Mariah, the Heart of Gold. And we might see a little something else that's gold at the end of that episode if everything goes right. I know you're excited for that to see so, if they. Uh... Everybody, just like, uh, give me your energy. We're doing like a we're doing like a spirit bomb. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just I'm just summoning Jorno. <laughs> oh. What... I'm willing I'm willing Jorno into existence at the. I'm gonna end. be watching Twitter just to see your reaction <laughs> if it happens. And I was like, oh man, Andy exploded. Great. <laughs> yep. It's gonna be real. Oh, so now we reach part three of three of the Triple Joge episode. Uh, as as weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the, something. So we're going to talk about Jojolian now, and after its month break, it comes back with chapter 60, The Man Who Lives by the Pond, part two. And yeah. the cover is really cool, by the way. Oh, the, the, the new uh, Ultra Jump cover? Yeah, because it's the 30th anniversary in 2017, mm-hmm. which, like, whew, series' total sales have surpassed 100 million books. Yep. That's wild. Yeah. But. I mean, the series has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah. The so man anyway. Who li- yeah. Man Who Lives be- by the Pond, part two. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's something. So we but begin, gonna... and... Where you see these, uh, this girl crawling, and mm-hmm. there's this guy, and who is this man? 
we don't we don't know yet but we will know and he's talking like the blue lagoon like what what is that like is that a book is that, it must is that a be bo- this is a really like strange like immediate res like start to the chapter like what are, what are we doing i don't know but uh i think it's a place because he goes man i'd really like to go there that's my oh, dream it's a movie it's a movie about uh, an island in fiji okay uh, okay that- that makes sense. To be well, strip-tracked, just the two of us, clinging to the wreckage and drifting together. We dive to catch fish, break open fruit from palm trees, and build a treehouse on an island. Though I guess that's not all realistic. <laughs> and he he's reading his book, just like sitting on the grass, falls asleep, wakes up, realizes that his girlfriend is no longer around, and goes to look for her. Um, and she's about to crawl onto... Uh, high voltage transformer uh because for some like, reason yeah because like superfly uh ver is right here um <laughs> right yeah so she's gonna get electrocuted real quick and this guy goes to save her diving in front of the transformer so she doesn't touch it and he gets fucked up absolutely like, fried mm-hmm, and then she like, just leaves this is really weird this makes yeah we're this is really weird yeah we're gonna talk about that yeah some like explanation i've seen because we're definitely gonna get more backstory into what this scene like means um but it's 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 mysterious and weird and that really sums up all of jojolian yeah i'm sure we'll get an explanation maybe and then we cut back to present day because we're led to believe that well it's the man that we saw earlier is now the man in the by the pond this weird rock human his arms are gone his legs are gone he's super uh like eroded almost yeah and jobin needs his help with something yeah the this guy's got an ability that jobin needs to like take out josuke and prevent him from getting to the uh, the fruit appraiser i had to i had to like we look like what the hell was going on i completely forget i love <laughs> but, the squad this like little mini squad pick of uh tamaki and the rest of the rock people oh yeah because <laughs> jobin is talking to uh we learn at some point we learn that this guy's name is dolomite which is a range of mountains in italy i looked that up which is neat um and he's like uh yeah it's sad to, to hear that damo tamaki and the others are no longer in this world but like i said before the sort of thing they were doing was earning and laundering money from the Rakakaka or things like serving some purpose society just aren't things I have any interest in. I'm pretty cool just sitting at this pond eating fried chicken and frogs. Like, I lived a hard life. <laughs> um, Joan's like, oh, sorry, I didn't really mean to offend you, but can you just hear me out? And this is an important line here. Jobin's saying, Seeing as you lost your body using equivalent exchange, this might not be completely uninteresting to you. And he shows him a picture of uh, Joseph Fumi and Kira and then Josuke saying that, like, this is the next level of equivalent exchange using the Rakakaka. So <laughs> here's, here's what I've managed to piece together from this and from what people are saying on the internet. Um, after his body was fried, he used the fruit to try to, like, 
get pieces of it back and that's why he looks the way he does because he lost like his arms his legs like a bunch of his pieces in return for like healing other parts of him does that make sense it makes sense and like fair enough but that's still that's not even really the most weird the weirdest part of that opening scene that's not even the the thing i was confused about oh no no we're still we're still gonna get to that yeah (laughs) um so Jobin's like, if we can get our hands on the specific Rakakaka that did this, because it was a special kind that was grafted onto a different tree that only uh, Josuke, like, knows about, only Jobin knows about. Like, it's not the same fruit that we've seen before that turns, like, pieces of people into stone. Because, like, Josuke is just, n- none of him is stone. Like... No. And, like... And- it's very funny to me that it's just like in this when he's talking about these two musical exchange to turn into this. It's like Josuke just he just looks like Kira but less mad. <laughs> <laughs> Kira but like uh the his skin tone was like turned two notches to the right. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm pretty like he's still like like brown. I think he right. I don't. It's I hard seen... to tell with the black and white. Yeah. So, Dolomite is intrigued and pulls out his stand, which is... Cue Ava joke. Wait, what is it? I said cue the Evangelion joke. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Is it... What angel is it? Satchiel? Like, the first one? I I don't remember. I, I, yeah. I, I just recognize it. I'm not sure what the name is. Yeah, and it's like his stand is all fucked up. Like it doesn't have a, a real head. It's kind of got like it's got these like tiny little robot arms. Yeah, kind of like how uh, Part Five Silver Chariot like pieces of him are missing. Yeah, it's so Jobin needs Dolomite's ability. We don't want know what the ability is yet, but he needs it. Then we cut back to uh to Josuke and our friend uh not not Emporio <laughs> slash SBR Jenkin kid whatever the hell you want to call him. Yeah, it's probably like a conglomeration of the two. Yeah. Uh, Because this kid is starting to walk towards Josuke, like, real creepy-like. And Josuke's trying to, like, what's going on? Who'd you get this letter from? Why does it have a tooth in it? Stop walking and answer me. Yeah, this is another great example of the scene of Jujolian being very much a, like, modern Japanese horror piece. Like, Oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Well modern horror piece and also like retro horror as the end of the chapter kind of comes to right so this kid walks into this bus stop sign and doesn't like walk around it but like pushes his face into it and the panel with josuke's face with just this big question mark (laughs) like sums up a lot of jojoian just like Because the kid is, like, smashing into this bus stop, like, not going around. It's like he's compelled to just walk in that exact direction, and he can't stop. Almost like he's pulled by gravity. And we get a really gross look at his face, like, his eye is, like, melting out of his... You should coin that term. What what term? Like, I'm I'm spitting so much terms. Oh, you said, you almost said gross up? Like, it... Oh God, gross up! <laughs> I didn't even mean to. This this gross up look. I love that gross yeah. up look at his face. 
Um, his eye is melting out of its socket. Yeah. Like, pieces of his face are falling off because he's trying to, like, run through this sign. Um, and he Josuke finally, just like, doesn't know what the fuck to do about this. He's very <sighs> confused. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's a common state for him at this point. And the kid slips around the bus stop sign um, uh, over this major obstacle, stumbles backwards, like, almost into Josuke, and... Du- Hagya! and does like one of the dance moves from part five like trying to get to josuke like bending over backwards like almost exorcist spider crawl style it's real weird real creepy um josuke dodges out of the way because he knows this is a real bad stand attack at this point and soft and wet pops out haven't seen soft and wet in a bit yeah um haven't really seen a lot of stand stuff going on since we saw demo no and like the way Soft and Wet is drawn here is really cool because it's kind of evolved a little bit. Like, look at its horns. It's in the, Those are in the shape of stars now. Like, can you see that? Oh, it's, shit. It's, you're right. It's cool. Yeah. And, Very and, neat. Yeah, and the way its hand is, like, coming out of Josuke's leg. It's, Just more it's reason neat. that we need uh, Josuke and Soft and Wet 2.0 SASs. Oh, please. Please. And does, like, a sweep kick to knock the kid on the ground. Just, <laughs> And this kid is in bad shape. Like, pieces of him are falling off. He's bleeding. But he still stands up and tries to go after Josuke. Almost, almost like a zombie. Kinda. Kinda like one of those uh, 28 Days Later zombies a little bit. Yeah. Maybe. And a car. <laughs> like, a, it's not like, a, like a Nissan. Like a nice Nissan. And this uh, lady dr- who's just old fat Jolene. Oh, don't. Jolene has seen better time. Uh, <laughs> like, prison like, look was at not this shot kind. of her with the hair. It's just like looking at the at like the design on her shirt. Like it just it's, I, it's, I immediately it's thought of it. Like I was just like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. So the car comes up right between Josuke and the kid as the kid like runs at Josuke, so the kid impacts on the side of this lady's car. And the lady's just screaming. He's like, what are you... I don't care about you, but the law says I have to not run you over. But what are you doing? (laughs) Um, And rolls down her windows, which was a bad move on her part. Yeah, not good. uh, Because the kid... uh, Well, first he smashes his head against her window. He rolls it down. And... Josuke realizes that the kid touched the thing in the letter. Well... The boy had the letter with the tooth in it. Josuke saw that it had a tooth in it and immediately dropped it. So he's thinking, like, that letter has something to do with the stand attack that's mm-hmm. happening right now. And the kid, his face is all mushed up. He's, like, he's lost his marbles. So Josuke's like, oh, someone's controlling this kid from somewhere. Um, because maybe Josuke touched the letter. Like, maybe the letter was the trigger for the stand attack like we still have like no details on what's going on here um this ridiculous two-page spread of like the kid doing bad stuff to this lady oh yeah because the kid gets in through the open window and like gropes the lady trying to get through the car yeah some real nice panel layout going on here oh araki's art has never been better yeah. Like, this is so, such incredible detail and line work. Um, the lady is freaking out. The kid touches her and getting through the car, like I said. And 
before the kid can touch Josuke through the open windows, he soft and wets the coffee that the lady had to put it in his bubbles and pop the bubbles like in the kid's face so he's distracted. Like just just a real neat soft and wet thing. Uh-huh. And Josuke like what? No, I said yeah. That oh, yeah. Neat, neat soft and wet on it. Yeah, and Josuke pulls the lady out of the car. Um get get away from the kid as the kid like falls out the open window after making the perilous journey through this car um all the while he's just like screaming like weird sounds like like and just falls on the ground like convulsing and ever and there's people around and they're like what's going on what is he what what he's hurt <laughs> someone call an ambulance um and Josuke is like hiding around the corner he used he used his bubbles on the letter to get the tooth out of the letter but i can't really tell like so he has the tooth now yeah and he's trying to figure out like what's the goal of this attack like if the enemy is another rock human what are they trying to gain by going after him right now and he realizes that maybe they realize he's trying to get the fruit appraiser who would know where the rock caca is. Like, all very complicated at this point, but that's Jojolian. Yeah. Yeah. And he's freaking out because there's no way that they should be able to know that he's already doing that because he only talked to Norsuke about it, and Norsuke is a pretty cool guy. He's going to teach him how to ride that cool bike, and <laughs> he wasn't going to sell him out, but he doesn't know that Jobin just, like, or uh, Kato? Is it Kato is the mom's name? Right? I think so, yeah, Kato. Yeah, the Kato is the one who sold him out and is in contact with Jobin. And as he's hiding in this alleyway, the old lady in the car, crazy, comes over the wall and is going to attack him as the chapter ends. It's and contagious? Yeah, so let's unpack a few things about this chapter. Yeah, there's a lot going on. So, like, first of all, there's, like, a whole lot of, like, double-crossing and intrigue going on in the in this, like, current arc that's happening right now. Oh, and, it's like, so cool. And it's definitely building to a head. And, like, I know, like, there's a lot of, like, the joke is, like, oh, who's Jajolian's big bad? I don't think Jobin is. I really no. don't think Chobin is the big bad. Maybe Kato, but maybe we haven't even been introduced yet. Who can say? Like, yeah, because it, I, I, you know, it, I don't, I don't really see Jojolian as the as the as the type of part to have like some uh, super crazy powerful stand user bad guy to just show up out of nowhere. Oh, definitely. I really, not. honestly, do think it's somebody we already know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. So let's go back to the beginning of the chapter because you were like, "What the fuck is happening here?" Yeah. Um. I've seen people say, like, maybe this girl is blind. And it would kind of make sense, because you look at her eyes in the first, like, few pages, and, like, there's no detail at all there. They're just black circles. Uh-huh. So that would that would kind of make sense. And the fact that this guy's stand compels people to go in a certain direction. And so maybe he activated his stand unknowingly, and his making his girlfriend go off into the distance, like, running into this Transformer without knowing where she was because she's blind. 
that's that's just what like people kind yeah, of everything together. you just said makes a lot of sense to me and that also explains yeah. why she just like walked away after it happened yeah because she didn't see that her boyfriend got fried like no idea so she's just like goes off she's done and that kind of explains like what his stand does like some kind of compelling force like a real simple yeah stand. not necessarily possession just like a compulsion yeah sort of like survivor almost yeah so it's like, definitely like a, a simple long-range stand that mm-hmm. uh which makes it very powerful yes because it's very simple um so anyone who touches like a trigger object that's like a let's call it a cursed object is then the focus of the compulsion and anyone who's touched by someone who's been compelled then becomes compelled themselves it, it's what we're leading to is like this is going to be some dawn of the dead shit here and that would be cool because <laughs> yeah. going by the horror stuff we talked about before we know that Araki loves his zombie movies like so if we're just the, gonna get a whole little mini arc full of like stand compelled zombies like sign me the fuck cool. up like josuke running through Mariah as he's chased by like zombie townspeople would be super cool because we haven't really had like a big action like set piece like that it's always been like one-on-one stand fights and that would just be such a ramp up of tension and action it would like it, it feels like we've been building up to something for a little bit now and that would be it like whew. oh yeah oh man and uh thankfully we're not gonna have to wait as long for the next no. chapter this time thank god so like <laughs> third week in january i think so like episode 34 should be another triple joe episode i think if i'm doing my math right it sounds about um, right yeah 32 33 but yeah i'm really excited to see like the man who lives by the pond part three much more excited than i was to see the malagro, <laughs> the malagro man, man. <laughs> the, the malagro man might go down oh. as one of the more forgettable mini arcs in jojo <laughs> Yeah, but we needed it as like a buffer, like a buffer character moment for Joshu in between Demo Tamaki getting gutted and the <laughs> and everybody's arc. shit getting ruined. Yeah. Oh man. Man, never but, for, never forget the the, the Demo Tamaki arc. Very important. Very memorable. I love oh, it so yeah. much. Oh, whew, God. God damn. Had one of the best flashbacks in all of JoJo. Oh like, my god, oh my god, it was so good. I want to go back so and good. read it. <laughs> but, yeah, that that's that's it. And I, th- we, I think we did a pretty good job of covering everything. Like we said, for next week, the finale of Diamond is Unbreakable. Uh, gonna talk about that. Gonna sum up the Diamond is Unbreakable anime. And figure out what we're gonna do going forward until they announce the Part 5 anime. Well, I was going to say, whether or not there's a little something-something at the end will will drastically affect my uh, emotional state. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I if mean, we don't obviously, see... I'm going to be el- elated about the episode regardless, but... Of course, of course. There'll be... T- there's there's a, like a choose-your-own-adventure-style two possible Andes that David Productions <laughs> can pick for next week. <laughs> In the Infinite Multiverse, <laughs> there's Dark Andy and Light Andy. <laughs> Light Andy got a part five teaser. Dark Andy didn't. And he's going to burn the world down. Which earth are we on? Let's find out next week on What a Beautiful Podcast. 
Thank you so much for listening, as always. Right, thank Jack? You guys. Thank the people. <laughs> I always thank the people. Thank you, people. Thank you, <laughs> listeners. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can find us on the subreddit. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, whatever you listen to podcasts on. Rate, like, do whatever you do on those things. Yell at us on Twitter. Trying to maintain a presence there. Tweet at us. Talk to us. Do do what do whatever. Engage. Engage. That's that's that's, that's the word, Jack. Engage. Engagements. <laughs> Turn us into uh, uh, Twitter. Uh, I think it's influencers. Is what you call people with lots of followers. Oh. Influencers. Oh, God. Make us one of those one of those things. Let's go corpo. Like <laughs> thirty episodes. What a beautiful in. company. Oh man. <laughs> what, a what a beautiful, beautiful conglomerate. <laughs> Oh, thanks again, everyone. Have a, we have a great time. Yeah, here. I'll see you next week. See you next week. Have a good one. Yeah.